Lead Her Every Day, Living for Messy Action. This is the Lifestyle Leadership Podcast for women who want to be the best version of themselves while making an impact. And who are willing to take messy and perfect action to get there. I'm Jordan. And I'm Dr. Tay. And we are here to guide and empower you to lead yourself every day. Let's dive into today's episode. All right, y'all, we are back for another episode. And listen, here's the thing. Jordan and I are both in network marketing, and we also have both launched businesses from that. And we see the value in network marketing. It helped to give us both the confidence as well as the skill set to be able to launch our own businesses. And that's not the path for everyone in network marketing. But here's the thing we decided. We're just going to have a really candid conversation about network marketing. And we asked Lauren Chamberlain to come on with us so we could dive into this topic. It really does fit perfectly with our mission because we're here to help women be leaders in their everyday life and not just in boardrooms and, and things like that. And network marketing actually is a phenomenal avenue for women to do that because it provides opportunities for people to have flexibility, leadership, growth, all of the things that we talk about in that platform. So we're huge advocates. Today's conversation, we go in so many different directions, definitely not just for people that are in network marketing, whether you're curious about it, don't really know what it is, been in it before, hate it. I mean, just listen because perspectives are always beneficial. We hope you guys enjoy this episode and we will go ahead and get on to it. Just as a reminder, anything shared on our episodes are not clinical advice. Please talk to a qualified mental health professional if you are needing more support. All right, you guys, we're here with Lauren Chamberlain. We are so excited for this discussion. I think that we all kind of like connected in the Instagram sphere, like at the same time, but it was years ago, you know? So it's kind of cool to like see all of our faces together and be able to have this discussion. So thank you so much for joining us, Lauren. Would you want to kick it off by just telling the listeners a little bit about you and what you do? Yeah. So my name is Lauren Chamberlain. I am a wife. Um, I am a military spouse and I've got two children and I'm also in, well, I'm in network marketing. And then I also help network marketers market their business on social media using organic marketing methods. So I'm in California right now for, you know, military life and we're gearing up to get ready to go to Florida next. Oh, really? Yeah. So we're excited to go from, we started out in Maine, then we came to California and then going back to the the East Coast. So excited to get into a, you know, new location. And my husband, he is in the Navy and he also has a baseball bat company, golf company. So we're really big into the entrepreneurial space. Yeah, you are for sure. So remind me how old your kids are. So my kids are six and seven. Um, my oldest one is Avery and she was, she, she's the one who made me a mom first. And then my baby is Harvey. Oh, sweet. So fun. <laughs> sweet so fun. little babies. So you said that you were in network marketing and that you help other network marketers market their business. Will you tell us a little bit about what prompted you to kind of add or pivot to add that into what you do, what kind of need you saw? I mean, Taylor and I both know there is a need. So I'm curious to hear your perspective on it. 
So I got involved in a network marketing company around 2016, 2017. I knew of the industry because my mom was in a company and she was always like, oh, you should give this a try. But the company that she was with, like I, I was like my lifestyle and who I am doesn't really align. It's, you know, it's not the vibe. It's just not there. Um, then at one point she was like, oh, there's this other company that's, you know, launching and this might be something that you're interested in. And, you know, my, my kids were, I think Harvey might've been like three months old, six months old, maybe. Cause I was standing around our kitchen Island with him on my hip while my mom was like telling me about this. And I was looking to get out and have a community or do something a little bit different. And I wasn't one to join mops or anything like that. Yeah. I'm kind of naturally an introvert. And I was like, I don't want to go to meetings and like, you know, do that stuff. So I was like, oh yeah. So it was a wine subscription club. And I was like, I would love to do that. Get together with, yeah, other moms. And I love wine. I like trying different wines. So I'm like, I'm going to give this a shot. So I got into the company and it didn't really take long for me to realize like the tactics and what they were presenting and how you need to build your business that was not aligning or vibing with me at all either. And when I started getting further into it, I started seeing more and more things that I'm like, this is just not the way that I would like to build my business. So in the meantime, I was on social media and I was posting like multiple times per day. Cause back then that's what like, like you have to post like three times per day yeah. on your Facebook. And I ultimately, I burnt myself out. I didn't like how I was building the business. It was very uncomfortable for me being on social media and trying to push out that much content all the time was just not the thing. And so I ended up, I was like, I'm never going to be on social media ever again. I deleted Facebook, deleted Instagram. I went on my sabbatical. And in the meantime, I call it my social media sabbatical. It was like six months. I mean, months. it is. Yeah. yeah. I love that you call it that. Yeah. The irony is you did come back, you know? Yes. Yes, I did. And so in the meantime, we had my husband join the Navy. So we were moving from Michigan to Maine. I was a registered dental assistant. That's what I went to school for. And uh, when we got out to Maine, it was like, okay, now we're on daycare waiting lists. And okay, like there is a job that I could get, but I would have zero vacation days. So if we wanted to go home and things like that, we wouldn't necessarily be able to. And my kids were on the daycare list for a long time. And by that time, it was like, you know what, we're going to be moving in like, you know, under two years at this point. I want to try something different. And I was a customer with a network marketing company. And I'm like, I've been using their products for years. And I'm like, do I, can, like, can I do this differently? So I started toying with that idea and I'm like, is there another way to build? Because I do not want to jump into this and do it the way that I was doing it in the past. It was like, it's just not all about that. And that's when I really started to learn about content marketing, social media marketing, how to really show up effectively, personal branding. And when I jumped into that network marketing company, that's what I started to lead with. And that's what I was going to do. Eventually, I started to get a lot of other network marketers in my you know, direct messages. And they're like, I love how you do it. Like, how are you doing this? Mm -hmm. And so I was giving out so much help. And they're like, oh, this is like, this feels just so much better. Like, I, I can't stand like how I'm doing it. Like, I, I just want to quit because it's not fun. It's very uncomfortable for me. And that's when I started to pivot. I started like a Facebook group and I started sharing things inside there. 
And then I really started getting into blogging because at that time I was like, oh, I think I might want to do like a travel blog because, you know, we're going to be in the military. I'm going to be moving to all these different places. And I thought I signed up for a blogging course and it was a huge investment. I had talked to my husband. It was a couple thousand dollars and we took it out of our savings. I'm like, this is what I want to do. And I got into it and then I realized that it was a course on how to build out your own course. And I was like, okay, no way. exactly. Yeah. I'm like, and blog, blogging was part of it, but I obviously I needed to do more research, but it ended up all working out because I learned a lot about sales funnels, content marketing, um, creating a course and how you can put all those things together. And at first I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I mean, I can use this and apply it to my network marketing business to, you know, blogging, and then it finally clicked and I was helping, you know, so many network marketers inside my direct messages that I was like, that's what I need to do. Like, I'm going to add this in. And eventually I loved it so much. I love working with people from so many different companies. And I felt like I had more impact in helping the industry as a whole and the network marketers by doing that versus keeping it all within the company that I was in and kind of strictly, you know, staying with that. So I pivoted to that, launched the collective is what I called it. And there's a really funny backstory <laughs> into how I came up with that name, um, launched it in 2020. And it used to be a 12 week program, but since then I went to Evergreen and it's a wonderful community, so many resources, and that's how I got started. We talk to a lot of moms in our communication and, you know, a lot of mom things are human things that really are just, you know, can be applied across the board. But um, I was actually talking to my mom yesterday, just about like friends. And I was talking to my husband and my mom about, you know, like I've never been one to have like a core group of like in-person friends. And I said, do you want to know where I've met like my people who I'm like, if we could just get a plot of land and all <laughs> live by each other, we would be besties is in my network marketing business. Yeah. And I said, I think it's because you, you kind of go out on a limb, but you mm -hmm. all have this like underlying desire. Like you mentioned, like kind of like something for something more, you know, we all have this underlying desire for something more and are willing to kind of like get out of our comfort zone and we enjoy personal growth. So for anybody listening out there, that's like searching for community, I think we could all agree that like, when you find a company that has a community like this, it really is like impactful. It really is. And especially, I mean, if, and it's not just in with your own company, mm -hmm. when you get on Instagram and you are marketing your network marketing products, you start to meet so many different network marketers. I mean, that's how I met Taylor, like Taylor's, yeah. you know, there's so many different companies out there and you really start to form these really great online friendships and it's with a whole group of like-minded people. They're all understanding like where you want to go. And they all also understand how it is as a mom or someone who is, you know, working and, you know, living their life, how it impacts that. So they have a lot of empathy and understanding. So it really helps form those really unique bonds. It's really, yeah. it's really neat. Totally. I also think though, it's important to point out that like, you talked about pivoting companies and haven't yeah. you even pivoted again or no? Yeah. 
Yeah. So the first company that I was ever with, they actually ended up going direct to consumer, like probably I would say nine months after I went on my sabbatical. (laughs) And that's when I really realized the power of personal branding, because the ones who were in there and they were really focused on the personal branding side, they were able to pivot to a different company. And it was like, they didn't even skip a beat. So yeah, I've definitely pivoted. I'm in a different company and it was At that point, I was just so much more aligned with obviously the compensation plan and industry restoration as a whole is something that I'm very passionate about. So I just really aligned with that aspect and how they also wanted to, you know, set a higher bar within the industry itself. So that's how I ended up in the company that I'm with now. And you said that the second time around, you really understood the value of personal branding. I'm curious, is that something that the company you're with now taught or did you feel like you were kind of self-teaching researching and almost going against the grid in some instances when you chose the path of like branding serving value over what is it like host post and yeah you know whatever (laughs) the old school way yes yeah so in the second company that I was with I did feel like I was kind of going against the grain of what the leaders were teaching Um, but I just kind of decided, I was like, I told my upline, she's very supportive and she's like, I want you to do, you know, what you want to do, but definitely what the leadership was teaching was completely different in that aspect. But I will say the company that I'm in now, they completely understand it. They get it. So a lot of their trainings is about value first personal branding. So it's a really great space for me to be in. I love that. Yeah. And I think alignment is really key. So Yeah. Mm -hmm. You've been with three then total Lauren, right? Am I counting? Right. And then Jordan and I, I've been with two Jordan. I know you've been with at least two. Is it just two? Mm -hmm. Not just, but, but the point is all of us here, like we weren't afraid to pivot when we didn't feel aligned. And there's, I think there's a couple things to keep in mind with pivoting. It can be stigmatized, right? It's like a no, no sometimes is how it can feel, but it's not. We want to normalize that. Like you have to put yourself first and network marketing. This is my belief is, is an amazing Avenue. It personally has taught me so many business skills to be able to launch my business. And all of us here have our own businesses in addition to network marketing. But the other piece of it is it's also not for everyone. But sometimes you go into one company and you think network marketing isn't for you because of the policies and the practices and how the company is operated and the culture. There's so many factors. And so it can seem scary to pivot, but sometimes pivoting, you got to have that alignment. You got to be, you know, feeling like you can show up and represent the products that you are sharing. And so I think that's really, really important to keep in mind that pivoting is okay. And I'll just say this broadly, that sometimes when you pivot, your upline may shame you for it. They might, you know, Lauren, it sounds like had a very supportive upline, but there are stories where you can be like shamed or like, what are you doing? This is the worst decision ever, right? But you have to follow your gut on it. And if you're in your current network marketing company or you've had one previously and it feels bad, like maybe it's not the industry as a whole. And we're going to get into this because I think it's Lauren does so much research on network marketing companies and practices, but not all of them are created equal. And so willing, I think to pivot 
and explore a little bit. And then if you really decide it's not for you, that is okay too. Like our, our goal of this is not to push you into network marketing. Our goal is to let you know about the amazing opportunities that there are there. And you can build out your network marketing company however you want, whether it's just community or you want like an amazing income, you know, you can get those. When it comes to pivoting people, like I've heard a lot of people also say, not necessarily my upline or my team, but like, I feel weird that I like stood Mm. behind this product and all of a sudden, and I'm like not using it anymore. And now I stand behind this product. And my answer to that would be, I get it. You're that is such a valid, like fear. I felt that too. But when it comes to like you truly serving people, if you don't have that, like magnetic energy around something, because you're just so amped and you believe so much in it, you're really not doing them any justice by like sticking with that company. And like, for lack of a better word, like half-assing it. So like in my previous experience, I, my heart was like pulled towards clean, natural, holistic. And I kept thinking there's this part of my life that wasn't aligned with that. And I just kept feeling so guilty, like, but I have to stick with that because it's my business. When in reality, I was able to more authentically serve so many more people when I made that pivot because it aligned more with the lifestyle that I had created. So to anyone out there listening, just remember like in order to really have your full impact, you have to be energetic about what you're selling. And it is okay if you've changed and grown into something new. Yeah. Because the reality is, is to form those human connections online. If you are very, if you're, you don't have that, that energy when you're talking about the products, when you're talking about the business opportunity, people can feel that they can sense that like through your videos, through even how you're showing up and, you know, marketing it. And it's really important to just understand that you're human, you evolve you might have started out in a company where that was a very big, you know, part of your lifestyle then. Since then you've evolved and all of a sudden there's a company that feels far more aligned with who you are mm-hmm. so you can really connect with that and it's 100% okay in my book to pivot to find out where the spot is best for you within a company. Just to emphasize, you might change as a person. It might not even be like that you don't feel aligned because of practices. This actually speaks to my story. I was first with a health and wellness company. I I very quickly was a college athlete where I had to cut weight all the time. And then I was like, screw that. And then I just post-college was like, I am going to enjoy my life. Then I gained a bunch of weight and I didn't feel comfortable. So I started doing, you know, like losing weight and all of that. And then when I got to a point, like that wasn't part of my journey anymore. I had lost the weight. I'd, you know, redefined my relationship with food and exercise. And I was like, how do I authentically share yeah. this? Like yeah. exercise is just something, it's a part of my being now, but I didn't mm-hmm. feel passionate about teaching other people how to do that. Yeah. And so I think it is okay. Like we change as human beings too. And mm-hmm. even if you absolutely loved your company at one point, like if it's, if it's not you anymore, like that's an okay reason to pivot as well. Agreed. I'll also mention that like at the end of the day, the majority of people do network marketing to make money. I mean, the community is great. The personal growth is great, but like we do it to make money. Mm -hmm. And when you see a different business model, 
like you, you have this new like business brain when you have a network marketing company, because it's yours. Although someone else calls the majority of like the corporate shots, right? Your comp plan, et cetera. So now you've stepped into this business mindset as somewhat of like a business owner. And when you have that lens and you're able to see like, wait, this business plan makes more sense than this, like go, you know, like you are not chained to making less money or whatever. You know, you have this new lens of like being a business owner, business owners see opportunity and they take it. So yeah, that's a really good point because, you know, when the longer that you're in the industry and the more experience that you have, you do start to look at, you can start to look at compensation plans and you look at them differently. And I mean, you're able to do those calculations. And especially if you look at the product, you try the product and you feel far more aligned with just that. I mean, why, why wouldn't you pivot? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. When I see the anti-MLM community get all hot and bothered, I think network marketing is so unique because it's so personal. It's me, a person making an emotional claim. And I think that's what a lot of people get upset about when it's done the wrong way, making an emotional claim about like, Hey, if you, you know, want to stay at home with your kids, this is your ticket out the door. And this is not accurate, but for some companies it's like, but also you're going to have to spend $500 a month. You know, it's like, so there, like you said before, when it comes to like anti MLM, like there's, it's such a personal thing, you know, it's your personal brand. You're talking to your personal connections and there are just bad apples. There's Mm -hmm. bad apples and everything. Then there's also so much opportunity and so many good people and so many great products. There's a reason I keep thinking like, there's a reason people are, are continuing to come out with this business model and tweak it a little social retail, like whatever affiliate marketing swipe up. I mean, it works. Let's dive into personal branding because I think that can really help listeners that already have a network marketing business. Also, it helps listeners that don't have a network marketing business. Personal branding is so important. So tell us a little bit, because I think people don't always know, what is personal branding and what, what are the benefits of it? Why should we do it? So personal branding really helps bust that saturation of the market myth. Because you can make your products look and feel different just on how you are presenting them and just on how people view you and they know, like, and trust you. So what I recommend is if you're starting out in personal branding, some people think it's like the colors and the fonts and all that stuff. And really, it's just having a very clear understanding of the core message that you want to give to an audience, the impact that you want to make and how you're going to present yourself. And the best thing to do is to make sure that that is very fluid to whether you're offline or online. Don't try to be somebody that you're not. Um, Personal brand is really just amplifying who you are and putting that online in a way where it does come off through, you know, your style of content, through how the emojis that you use in your captions to um, just the colors and, you know, things that you wear and the things that you talk about. So what that does is it helps separate you from everybody else, because if you're going to be a carbon copy, and that's how it really felt like 10 years ago in the network marketing space, it was all copy and paste, carbon copy, like push the company stock photos kind of a thing. There was no way to 
you know, make that look different. And if you have overlapping networks and people are seeing the same thing over and over and over, where when it's not presented at a different angle or a different way that you can, they're, they're going to shut all of that off. So in order for you to stand out, and it doesn't matter if you are selling online courses, you're in network marketing, you are in affiliate marketing, you have to infuse your personal brand into how you're marketing your business. I had someone ask me the other day, like, you know, I want to start X, Y, and Z, but I feel like it's too saturated. And I don't know why this was the first thing to come to mind for me, but I was like, when you go to the grocery store and you want to pick out coffee creamer, it's just a coffee creamer, but like, look at how many different varieties of coffee creamer there are. There's oat milk, there's coconut milk, there's holiday flavor. Like there's literally a whole aisle dedicated to coffee creamers. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you literally can be someone's flavor. Right. And I think that's what personal brand speaks to. I like somebody's flavor. That's exactly (laughs) what it's like. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I even think about it too, is, I mean, the power of influence, which is what network marketing is definitely based on the same way affiliate marketing is based on. If someone talks about they're drinking their coffee and they're like, oh my gosh, this new flavor, this new brand, you have to go try it. I love it for X, Y, and Z reasons. Like notice it doesn't make me bloat because it's oat milk. I'm, I'm making shit up here right now, but you do, you go, Oh, and if you like, know, and trust that person, then you go buy that flavor of coffee creamer and you walk Mm -hmm. down the aisle specifically looking for that too. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's another element too, is, you know, the power of influence is even if you're selling the same products as someone like letting people into your world and letting people know who you are. And I love how you said that, that fluid dynamic of on versus offline so, so important. So it doesn't feel like you're performing. It's Mm -hmm. just you. I think that makes such a difference. And I will also say people have a really hard time with this. Why do you think that is Lauren? You know, I think the hardest part of really infusing your personal brand is the vulnerability that it gives because it's very vulnerable to, you know, show up and I'm always, I always say like, you know, you're the gatekeeper. You don't have to go on here and share all of your dirty laundry, deepest, darkest secrets. You still have to be able to connect as a human online. And it is very vulnerable to put your thoughts out there, to put your opinions out there because you open yourself up to, you know, somebody coming into your comments and berating you for, you know, your, your choice or somebody saying something to you that is, and it doesn't take much, you know, you get a million positive comments, you get one negative comment and it sticks with you forever. So our brain uh, is designed that way, you know, literally like evolutionarily, our brain is designed to notice the danger because it protects Mm -hmm. us. Right. And it just like literally filters through all the positive. So it's called filtering and like being aware that that's very much a thing. And some people have it to a bigger degree than other people do. What would you say to someone who was like, I feel weird or like, it feels uncomfortable to me to like sell things to my network. Like I love the product. I desire a flexible life or income, but like selling things to my network seems like eh, to me. You know, that's a really good question. I kind of find that most clients, they get really 
And this is something like when network marketing just started or even like 10 years ago online, it's like, oh, your family and friends. And most people they're like, when they hear of network marketing, they're like, isn't that that thing where you sell to your family and friends? And that seems to make a lot of network marketers uncomfortable thinking that that's the case, but it's not. Now in terms of social media and how network marketers are showing up, some people, like I've never even tried to sell to my family and friends. I mean, nobody tries to sell to their family and friends. They're out online looking for someone within their target audience who needs this product. So I would say, I mean, selling is a skill set, and it's something that you do have to learn. 